Welcome to the Social Minute, the podcast that looks at the social network minute by minute. Today we're going to be covering minute number 91, which goes from an hour and 30 to an hour and 30, 59. Uh, we start with uh, a soaking wet Eduardo uh, entering the Palo Alto house. Uh, he takes a look around and surveys the damage, um, which I think has mostly been done to the two teenage girls as they seem high out of their minds. Uh, they have, as was, I think in the script, it was it was previously mentioned as being like a 12-foot bong, but I don't think it's that big because in the script as well, uh, there's, there's talk of Mark coming down the stairs, but obviously this is a single story. So uh, I think Aaron Sorkin had a slightly different idea of what this house would look like. Um, there's some kind of back and forth between Eduardo and uh, and Sean, uh, including a particularly savage burn, which we will get to once we discuss the minute. Um, and then Eduardo um, kind of, you know, he, he's 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 talked, you know, they talk about the fact that, um, you know, there's a meeting being set up with Peter Thiel. He manages a two billion dollar hedge fund. And that's where the minute finishes. Um, and joining me to talk about today is Eric Harzer. Hello, Eric. Hi there, Darren. Yeah, so I think that kind of my favorite thing in this entire minute is the kind of the savage burn from Sean. Um, <laughs> where there's a conversation between Eduardo and Sean where Eduardo is talking about, you know, he's asking Sean, how old are these two girls? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously girls and drugs are the two things that Eduardo had said that he knew about Sean Parker in previous minutes. Um, and they are there's things that have basically been hinted at, um, you know, the fact that he was going out with Sharon, who I'm guessing was probably like a sophomore, maybe a junior at college. Mm-hmm. And he was also, you know, in the bed of Dakota Johnson, who um, at the time of this film coming out, I think was like legitimately like 20. So, <laughs> um, you know, the, the kind of like his character is being shown as always being around girls mm-hmm. and being around drugs. And that is the thing that kind of Eduardo kind of knows about him. Right. Um, of course, Sean never answers the question of how old they are. Um, <laughs> instead, he pivots and he says, you think you know me. And of course, Eduardo says, I've read enough. And then Sean does one of my favorite things in the entire film. He goes, you know how much I've read about you? And Justin Timberlake doesn't say the word. He just mouths it. Yep. And, he, and he holds up his fingers and makes a zero. And he goes, nothing. And it's so kind of like, it's like, I don't know, I, I, I just love how kind of savage it is because it's like, you know, like the fact that he doesn't know anything about Eduardo. Like, mm-hmm. why would you expect to know anything about Eduardo? No. You know, this is, a, this is you know, a brand new website. Right. And he's never um, around either. You know. He's he's in New York. <laughs> yeah. But I, I also kind of, I kind of like how, you know, Sean had, you know, he, he says, you know, when, uh, when um, Dustin greets him by saying, you know, Wado. Like that's literally all he gets to say because yeah. uh, Sean is like back to work and it's like Sean is, you know, in charge, part of the company, you know, he's what he, you know, he's, he's both in charge of the party that's going on and also he's in charge of, you know, people doing the work right. and he's not a part of Facebook at this point. He's just a guy staying in this house. Um, you know, something that he kind of masterfully put together by taking Mark out to a club and then mm-hmm. Mark offered to say, why don't you stay at our place? And it's, it's like, right. well, you know, Mark, Mark, well, well done, Sean. Right. Mark seems like so agreeable to just do whatever the hell Sean Parker like says or tells him to do. And he's just kind of along for the ride as this is all going on. And like, yeah, I, is it Sean Parker who's able to do all that stuff? Or is it Mark just not really caring 
enough to to stand up for any of it. Uh, I don't know. I think I think the thing that Mark wants to do is just code. Right. Uh, obviously, you know, as Eduardo arrives and hasn't been picked up by Mark, he's he's told that Mark was on a thirty-six hour coding tear, and you know now he's he's kind of crashed out, mm-hmm. and that's why he didn't pick him up at the at the airport, and you know like kind of like he just wants to do that he doesn't want to think about anything else and it looks like sean is willing to kind of do all the other stuff he's willing to kind of set up meetings think about the money like he's he's there in la and he's willing to kind of do the stuff that mark isn't that interested in Mm -hmm. um i should i should say the film version of mark zuckerberg because i think in real life mark zuckerberg is it was kind of more involved in the business side of it but the way it's painted is obviously eduardo was set up as the cfo and you know, Mark is is just wants to concentrate on the coding, and and you know that's that's kind of shown in this scene, right? Um, and then of course, you know, Mark appears, and um, <laughs> again, he also says Wado. Everyone's you know very, being very affectionate to Eduardo here, um, and of course, he says, you know, I waited for you, um, you know, for an hour at the airport, and he's like, what time is it? <laughs> and of course, he says, it's midnight or 3 a.m. in New York, where I just came from, mm-hmm. which I, I love as being like the kind of the most petty way of underlining where he's been. Right. Um, you know, and and then, of course, this is where we get uh, probably, you know, one of the more, um, I don't know, a development that some people have kind of hung on to, which is the wall. Um, right. He, he says, we've got to show you some of the new stuff we've got. Dustin, show him the wall. I'm just calling it the wall. Um, and and <laughs> Sean says, you know, forget the wall. Tell him about the meeting I've set up. But the wall is something that I think most people uh, don't realize. Facebook actually stopped doing many, many years ago. And, you know, your own page, which is obviously what the wall used to be, mm-hmm. which is where you would put comments and stuff like that, um, has, has been called the timeline for about six or seven years now. Yeah. And it was only called the wall for about three years. Huh. <laughs> so, okay. Um, yeah, so it's time as the wall, but people still talk about writing stuff on someone's Facebook wall. It's like, it was such a, it was such a well kind of marketed thing that it kind of stuck as a term. Right. And it's something that people... It just seemed right. Yeah. It, yeah, it seemed like that's what the thing was. And now the timeline, like, I, I get the the purpose of that, but the wall was always, like, this place you could go and just, like, post things. So, yeah. It, Whereas yeah. the timeline is more around tagging people in stuff and it's showing up in, in your own newsfeed mm-hmm. and it's kind of more around that kind of metric. Um, so it's kind of, it's, right. I don't know, it's kind of weird that they, like, I love as well how this is, like, one of the bigger developments in the early stages of Facebook, which was, you know, the ability to, like, so far the only people who could comment on your page were you. Like you could you could make your own right. comments and that was that was literally it. Like the only way to like to communicate with people was by kind of um, making a comment and somebody replying to your own comment. Um, and then mm-hmm. here with the wall, it's like people could literally post anything and it would you know tag you in and you it would appear in your wall. It- um, Right, it's to you and it's in public as well. Yeah, where, whereas before, kind of interactions between people were kind of were more private than than kind of public. Right. Obviously, these kind of issues of privacy <laughs> become something uh, that you know Facebook <laughs> had to deal with very quickly. Uh, this is also this is also like mm-hmm. once they had the wall as well, it took them like a you know kind of a year or so, but then they came up with the different privacy options so that you could have stuff that only showed up to your friends, stuff that showed up to specific people. So right. those kind of settings kind of came a little bit later. But to start off with, everything you posted on your wall was public. Um, and interestingly, if you kind of go back to people who've been on Facebook for a number of years, 
you can kind of see some of the stuff that they posted early on that was public um which might be stuff that right. you liked like if you, if there's a, if there was like a, a you know a, a news story on a website and you liked it while you were logged into facebook that like would show up as a story on your own kind of you know wall um so so some of those mm-hmm. you know if you go back further enough in in some people's kind of like facebook timelines you can see those things still there as like a remnant of when the war was a thing wow. um you know so mm-hmm. but yeah and then you know I kind of like how they gloss over it. Like, you know, in another film, there would have been like 15 minutes of them coming up with the concept of the wall, how they're going to code the wall, how they're going to program it, how it's going to be implemented, how they're going to like all of that would have been, you know, the fact that it kind of caused the site to crash if they try to implement like all of that kind of stuff. You know, the tension of implement. And here it's like, oh, we've come up with a thing called the wall. And it's literally dismissed within like three seconds of like, forget about that. Yeah. And it's like, I, I think it's because obviously at this point, you know, everyone who had been on Facebook, you know, even for like a couple of years, already knew what the wall was. You don't need Mark Zuckerberg in a film to tell right. you what the wall is. And so I, I kind of like how they just gloss over it because it's like, well, we assume that everybody watching this film at least understands what the Facebook wall is. Um, and then I think mm-hmm. the implementation of the timeline came out within a few months of this film being out. So immediately the references to Facebook wall were um, out of date straight away. Uh, but not not for this because obviously it's a period yeah. piece. So in 2004, the, you know, it was called the wall. Um, but still, you know. Well, yeah. In future minutes, it's going to be interesting to like kind of mark where this is within the timeline of 2004, and then a reference that they make. But um, yeah, this is a Sorkin script, so they mentioned the wall in about three seconds, and then they're instantly moved past it. Yeah, and so. Sean is like, "Forget the wall. Tell him about the meeting I've set up." And then, of course, he says to Eduardo, "You know who? You know, you know Peter Thiel." And he, and of course, Eduardo's like, "No," and he's like, "No reason you should. He just runs a two billion dollar hedge fund." And we'll find out what that hedge fund is called tomorrow. Um, but this is like the first of about three mentions of Peter Thiel <laughs> or four mentions of Peter Thiel in the mm-hmm. next few minutes before we actually finally get the meeting um, in the episode that we'll be doing on Friday. So um, obviously, I'd, I, you know, I think now people kind of know Peter Thiel. Even in 2010, I don't know that people would have really known Peter Thiel unless they were in a specific... I had yeah, no unless idea. You, unless you were kind of traveling in specific circles, I don't think you would have really known who mm-hmm. Peter Thiel was. Um, so, you know, because he's, you know, I, I know I, these days he has a completely different reputation than what he did in 2004 or even yeah. in 2010 when this film came out. So, but like I said, we'll get to that once we actually get to Peter Thiel later on in the film. Um, is there any, mm-hmm. is there anything else that needs to be, uh, discussed about this particular minute? Is there anything else you wanted to bring up? Um, not really. This is the first minute I started watching for this. So it was so cool to just be instantly dropped into the scene where not a whole lot's going on, but it is incredibly, uh, tense between these three pretty great actors like uh andrew garfield obviously is great um uh oh man why am i blanking on his name uh who plays jesse eisenberg. jesse jesse eisenberg uh obviously i think this is one of his like landmark roles so like just a very small kind of scene between these three main characters that will, will inform the rest of these minutes is so well done like i'm just being dropped into this and it's it's so clear what's yeah. going on uh, yeah, so it's just really well. And we do get we do get the uh, the one stoned girl labeled in the script as girl number two saying, "The more bad I get at this, the more wasted I get." Um, and of co- and of course, <laughs> as she tries to re-explain it, um, Sean Parker's like, "We understand." Yeah, we yeah, get it. We, we, we know we know <laughs> what you're saying. So, um, but yeah, I I, I mean. I think obviously that kind of background stuff, which was more important than the previous couple of minutes, you know, where they were kind, of, where Sean Parker was kind of interacting with them. Uh, now it's kind of more just in the background, as like you know, the, the, the scene isn't about 
how old those girls are and what's going on in the background. It's more right. about the kind of tension between these three kind of characters. Um, and this is the first time that they've been mm-hmm. together in a scene since the end of the meeting, which was, um, I don't know, like 10, 15 minutes ago. <laughs> so it's been a while since all yeah, three characters yeah. have been on screen in the same kind of like timeline. Because obviously we've had a lot of Eduardo and uh, uh, Mark in the, in the in kind of, in you know, in, doing the lawsuit. So, you know, right. we're still getting them. But this is kind of the first time where we're getting straight interactions without any lawyers. But yeah, right. so, uh, well then, you know, let's go on to the question of today, which is, did you see The Social Network at the cinema? I did. And actually thinking back and looking at it, this would be my first David Fincher movie that I saw in, in a theater. So... Yes, I, I saw it. This was one of the movies that I was like, oh, yeah, these serious kind of like drama movies are something that I really go for. And especially when it's helmed by David Fincher and uh, written by Aaron Sorkin. Like this was just such a like fantastic bomb of a movie that I'm just like, oh, yeah, movies can be amazing <laughs> like this. Yeah. Um, I, well, it, I, it's really weird because like, you know, um, like even in this scene there is a little bit of humor you know like it's like it's a serious drama but throughout Mm -hmm. the script there's little tiny things like the kind of you know how much have i heard about eduardo nothing like those little kind of the kind of character things are quite funny um you know and like i feel like you know this film kind of it it feels like it's trying to be about a serious subject but in the end it's just about a creation Mm -hmm. of a website that college kids could share pictures and you know you know post statuses on (laughs) it's like if it, like it, right. it feels like it's you know it's kind of lent a certain amount of gravitas just because it's written by Aaron Sorkin and directed by David Fincher like with in anyone else's hands you know right. uh, this ends up being the um you know the, the jobs instead of the Steve jobs um uh, if anyone can mm-hmm. <laughs> right. recall or the pirates of silicon valley <laughs> yeah, i don't know cuz i think pirates of silicon valley was like a tv movie wasn't it so i think <laughs> yes. it was hbo yes. though but still you know, oh, it really? might have been. I'm, I might be okay. misremembering that, but I think that was like a TV movie. Uh, so, yeah, I think that, I, I mean, yeah. I, I think most people agree Pirates of Silicon Valley is better than Jobs, at least. Um, but, yeah. In, mm-hmm. in, well, what's super interesting about the way this movie, like, all I knew about it really before it came out was it was the Facebook movie. That, like, that was that was somehow a very stupid thing that there should be a movie about the creation of Facebook. And just looking back at how that seemed back then versus now, Facebook is such an all-encompassing thing nowadays. So, yeah, it's very yeah. interesting. Uh, well, uh, is there anything that you wish to plug? People can find me on Twitter at T-Z-A-R-R-E-V-A-N. That's about it. And you can find us on MySpace at MySpace.com slash The Social Minute, on Twitter at Social underscore Minute, and on Facebook at The Social Minute Podcast. Thanks as well for being my guest here today, Eric. Oh, my pleasure, Darren. And I will see you tomorrow. We're gonna chase those crazy, chase those crazy bumpers, chase those crazy bullets out of a yam. Here comes the con man, coming with his con plan. We won't take no pride We've got to stay alive We're gonna chase those